this music. <laughs> All right, so we're 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 back. It's been a, a hiatus. It's been almost a month, what, right? What's up, bro? What do you mean? It's been almost a month. We still find the last show was June tenth. June tenth. So it's been a, yeah, it's been over a month. A month and five days. All right, so we both have hats here. Uh, yes. Obviously, I have my Mets hat that I got for Father's Day, and the hat here to my right. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, Red Sox hat from the uh, legendary Fenway Park store. Okay, that I got before I came back. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So I see you still have the the tag on the top of the hat. I don't take them off. I, I don't take them off. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I don't know. It's just been one of those things. Like my brother will take one off because he's given me like a good amount of my Red Sox hats. Uh huh. So it's like he just leaves them on, and I'm like, I've just left them on. So I don't I don't take them off unless they start to fall off or they're peeling off. Even when they're peeling off, I try to like thumb it back together. But uh, yeah, I, I let the label fall off to the very end. Okay. All right. That's a first because I I usually take them off. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I don't know. I think I remember somebody telling me that it seemed a little, you know, trashy to keep them on. Yeah, well, yeah. Somebody told <laughs> called me tacky. She was like, "That's so tacky." So I remember just being like, "But it was under the brim, though." No, I know, right? It was under the brim, and I just thought, "Well, it's not, you know, it's not too bad." I kind of, I kind of like the the stickers, you know, but um, but yeah, now I take them off. So yeah. Um, how was your trip? How was the trip with your brother? Because obviously that was like a big deal. You guys went together. Um, I guess just give me just a quick rundown of like what happened, you know, like anything big or at the end of the trip was your brother, your relationship with your brother better, you know? So the short version is I spent the good portion of the spring and early summer, spring and winter, like hyping up my cousins from Boston that... Uh, my brother was the one-man show, the one-man gang, the one-man bar crawl. And um, he was no match for those bastards up there. Oh, he was no match. He was no match. And and what was amazing was what I got out of it was he finally saw everything that makes me love Boston so much. Okay. He understood it. So did you take him? Because I told you, you know, like to focus on also taking him to a place that he also seemed to be attracted because he obviously is not into sports. Mm-hmm. So I figured that was going to be the one area that you were going to take him to was Fenway Park. Mm-hmm. But did you take him anywhere else near like the downtown area of Boston? We went to the Boston Science Museum, actually. Oh, okay. Didn't really do anything because by the time we got there, everything was closed, but we went to the gift shop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now was that poor planning or just you know the- bad timing because my cousins like my cousins so the short version is my cousins treat me like royalty which is an honor which is you know something that you know they, they didn't even let us pay for a damn snicker bar wow you know that's how amazing they are and that's a huge credit to them um but also what it is is that my bro my my cousins don't plan anything so everything is like yo what do you guys want to do? Or what are we doing? You know what I mean? I did or, tell you, though. I mean, you're going to have to plan some of it yourself, though. I did. I did. And the thing about it was mm-hmm. all we planned, because the only thing that happened was drinking. 
and you guys were there for 10 days and you could you can't tell me that you couldn't have planned one day together did you guys at least go to the beach did we no we actually hung out at the hotel pool most of the time okay all right but still had like great times together like a lot of the best times as brothers on that trip happened in the pool you know what i mean whether it was me trying like the worst cannonball in the history of of life to my brother just like taking all his anger out on me and just grabbing me like freaking shot putted me into the pool <laughs> so yeah there's videos of that on social media as well um, there is i didn't see any of that. i mean i saw i think i saw a glimpse of you getting tossed into the pool that was one time that was yeah. the first time okay but i still I, I, all right so i'm gonna have to talk to your brother we're gonna have to follow up with him about that because i'm pretty sure he has his opinion about the trip but i still think that man you guys could have gone I think the science museum would have been a great trip for him, but then it sucks that you guys didn't see anything, right? Except you know, for the gift shop. But you know, he 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 got to see you know the Tobin Bridge TD. He got to see like the sights of like Fenway from afar. I know it doesn't sound like anything great, but more of it more of it was his understanding of just like living in the moment and not necessarily planning anything. Okay, all right, all right. I'll give you that. one. You know, and <laughs> we actually had a lot of like. So the best part about. That whole trip to me was the amount of time that we actually got to talk, mm-hmm. both sober and inebriated. Inebriated, you know. <laughs> and, and, and but the sober talk was actually a lot, you know, more forthcoming about our relationship. It was more than like, okay, look, dude, you're big brother, but the difference is, you might have taught me everything I know now, but respect me. You know, what we talked about was the podcast and, you know, like we had talked about over the phone about like the blunt, the bluntness of him being on the podcast mm-hmm. and how it affected me and this, that, and the third. And, you know, he was like, well, he kind of blamed me a little bit where he was like, you weren't specific on what I couldn't say. You just said we have no filter. And I'm like, you're right. And then the more I thought about it, I was like. I basically opened the door for a free ass kicking. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? I mean, that, that is something that, yeah, you probably should have been a little bit more. That's why I told you. I was like, what are you going to ask your brother? I even asked you before. I said, yeah. hey, I was like, what's your, like, almost like, what, like, what are the topics that you're going to hit on with your brother? Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was your opportunity to kind of, like, rein in exactly what you guys were going to talk about. You know, and again, it's, that's just not building within the framework, I guess. So for for you for me like as far as like me saying this is what you can't talk about this is what you can't talk about this is what you can't say this is what you can't say I mean I get that but at the same time I, I felt like maybe you could have you didn't have to go that route but you could have said okay we're gonna talk about like these three three times of our like right. how we met right which was a very interesting story but then I guess like those other stories that maybe like. The one about you know cleaning your room that was a I was like oh, that was hard. <laughs> that was brutal. I'll admit that. But you know what? You, you know we talked about it. He was a little upset. He was like, well, you know, then why even invite me on? You know what I mean? I was like, well, we didn't think it would be that horrible. But he was like, well, you can You didn't say it wouldn't. It I didn't want to edit it out either. Right, right, you know? right. I didn't want to like but, be like, okay, we gotta skip this part. Right. So to give you the short version of the story, when we got to Boston, the day we got there. Mm-hmm. As we were unpacking in the hotel, he just decides, you know what? Fuck it. Put it on. And he starts listening to it. And he starts listening to what he said. And he starts grasping what he said. 
And he's like, did I fucking say that? It was pretty fresh, he's, too. He's like, like, that was a quick turnaround on that po- that that episode. He was, he was like, wait a minute. Did I really fucking say that to you? Like, could I be that cruel? I was like, well, yeah, Brian, you are. Like, pretty much that's essentially it. And so he was like, yo, man, I can't believe I actually fucking said that about my own brother. Well, it's 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 out there now. Do whoever wants to hear about it, right? But you know, we didn't plan to do much as far as like sightseeing or anything like that. However, you know, my brother, um, he's very, very, very protective of me, mm-hmm. and so everything that he feared was going to happen to me wound up happening to him, and it just made for like the next eight and a half, nine days of just zany adventures pretty much just the zaniness and so i won't take too much from that because i also want to know about your myrtle beach trip as well Uh, but you got something in your hand yes so you obviously took your brother to go see the green monster right yes i yes i I did so i ended up finding this green monster at myrtle beach that's cute and frightening what is it (laughs) do you know do you know who this uh this this creature is what the hell no Okay, that? I don't even know the name of it to be honest with you, but he'll he'll just sit here for now. Um, so we went to Myrtle Beach, right? Sure. And you know, Jennifer wanted to get the kids um, a nice little souvenir, so we go to the right. souvenir shops over there. So the souvenir shops are very, how do I put it? They're very retro, like they're they're like back in the day, you know, when people used to buy T-shirts. I don't know if you ever got T-shirts from a from like a relative who went to like California or Disney or. Any of those places. My mother goes on a um, on a cruise once a year, mm-hmm. and uh, I've gotten a shirt from every cruise they've been on. Okay, all right. So they have a lot of those and beach towels and all yep. that stuff, mm-hmm. overpriced stuff. So this guy was basically hanging on the door, and so Nick and my nieces were all like, that was the first thing they grabbed. And at first, Jennifer and I were stunned because we were like, you. You sure you want this? That's frightening, this, dude. Like this is like the first toy they picked. This was really, it. and they had different colors. And what was so funny is that uh, so Nick, Nick's other um, cousin, he's eleven years old, and then we were also with like a thirteen-year-old teenager who was mm-hmm. kind of like too cool for the kids. He wanted one of these too. He got like a gray one. We got a red one. We got a black one, and I believe there's a blue one. You bought home the whole family for everybody. All the kids wanted it. Because one of the kids even threw a tantrum because he didn't get one. Really? Yeah. So we had to go back to the store and get another one the next day. No way. So it turns out that this this creature is um, part of a video game, and I think it's Roblox. If I'm if I'm correct on that. If it is, it is. I don't know. I don't play Not Roblox, but <laughs> but apparently it's a video game character, which was funny to me. We were like, you could pick anything else from the store. You can grab anything else. You know, you sure you don't want, you know, like this other toy or you don't want this thing or you want this shirt or this towel, whatever. No, this is the first thing they so, saw. So that's probably it. They recognize the dude from Roblox. 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 So yeah. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently it's very rare to find them because even the shop owner, we were exp- we were asking him, like, do you, do you guys know how like that this is really popular? And he was like, yeah. Um, which was smart of him to put it on the door because at first I was like, this thing is so ugly. Why would anybody buy it? Of course, the kids knew about it, so they wanted it. 
Um, and then uh, he said that what we were paying for was la- a lot less than what other people were paying for at like other no locations. way. Like, so we were like south of the main area of Myrtle Beach. There's a like a little mini boardwalk and stuff. But we go further south to like uh, Garden City. It's called Garden City Murals Inlet. He was saying in the area where like all the touristy stuff is at and most of the tourists tend to go for Myrtle Beach, that these things were going for like 40 bucks a piece. 40 bucks a piece. Uh, we bought it for like almost 20. Stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just like, that's no. crazy. Uh, crazy how this thing is just, it's so popular. Like you saw how Nick... Uh, Earlier, Nick was like, "I want my friend," and he just uh, he kind of he didn't want me to have it, but but yeah, folks, this uh, whatever this creature is called on Roblox, I guess we'll figure it out. Um, that dumb, that smile. That this is this is the, what what kids want. That so, smile frightens the hell out of me. Um, but otherwise, Myrtle Beach was good. Did go to a Pelicans game, and I got myself a Pelicans hat. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, their hat, and I got their logo. I yeah. went to Bowie Bay Sox. I can't find that hat right now. But, this is um, beautiful. Yeah, that's uh, so they they're the Chicago Cubs affiliate, single A team. So I thought they were the Baltimore Orioles affiliate. No, Bowie Bowie Bay Sox. When we went to Myrtle Beach. Oh, as in Bowie and oh, okay. yeah, yeah. For Father's Day, I went to to Bowie Bay Sox. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, it was good. We had a pool. We uh, hung out with the kids. We had eight. A lot of junk food. <laughs> I gotta admit, the the pizza though at Myrtle Beach Pelicans was was good. Was really good. Didn't need any fries. That's how good it was. Surprisingly, <laughs> the, surprisingly, like the thing about us too is like we went to go get food um, at Fenway. Actually, no, we didn't. This was the first time I went to a a Sox game at Fenway and didn't come away with any food. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know ball game food is ridiculously overpriced, but. I actually took my brother to the um, Italian sausage stands that okay. they have right outside of Fenway. Yeah. Remember you and I went to a game and I was mm-hmm. like, yo, you want an Italian sausage? You're like, you know, I'm not really. Yeah, I wasn't keen on it. You know, because I couldn't find the Fenway Franks guy, lo and behold. I couldn't find the Fenway Franks guy, so he settled for an Italian sausage. And I was like, I'm in Boston. I'm going to do it up Boston style. So I got the fully loaded uh, Italian sausage. Mm-hmm. Killer, you know what? It was worth it. It was worth the eighteen bucks. Oh, I'm not even gonna lie. Wait, eighteen bucks just for that one sausage? Because it was like double loaded. Oh, okay. Nice. And then like, and then my brother he was like, "I'm just eating a giant sausage." <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, can't you get into the spirit of anything, bro?" Like, Your brother seems very um, <laughs> what's the word? It's like he seems matter of fact. He's you a know? very hard to impress guy, but he's a very very funny guy when he's impressed. Like, for instance, so we went to get services to get better seats because the seats I bought, I bought the day of the game, uh-huh. and they weren't handicap accessible. Okay. So we went to get serv- to get services to, uh, you know, try to adjust it. And uh, he looks down on the table, and he sees a badge, a little pin that says, my first Fenway game. And he picks it up, <laughs> and, and he picks it up, and he's acting like a five-year-old. And I'm just like, you, like... Didn't have shit to say about the sausage, but you're going ballistic over the pen. That's kind of a cool like, pin. You, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it was pretty cool. But I'm sure that's really more geared towards like little kids, right? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it was. It was like we were in the like guest services. Ironically, was like near the Fenway Kids Club or something like that. So, you know, that's what happened there. But we got pretty good seats. We actually wound up for the second year in a row. 
I wound up behind the opposing team's bullpen. Oh, okay. Last year it was behind Toronto's bullpen. This year it was behind Oakland's bullpen. Oakland, okay. You know, right. and they were here. Yeah, throw me the ball. You know what I mean? They were asking a pitcher to throw my ball, and I, sorry, I did this, but I was like, yo, I want a ball. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get a ball, right? And security lady was like, okay. Oh, that was nice of her. She just gave me the ball. But, yeah. it, but it was a foul ball that landed in the bullpen, basically. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. and, uh, still, game-used ball, though. It's a game-used ball, and the lady wound up giving it to me, and I was, like, so happy. You still was, have it? I do. It is in. The, I thought of, no offense, not to be a dick, thought about giving it to you because I figured you appreciate it, but then I know you would be like, no, man, that's a ball from Fenway Park. No, dude. I would have been like, that's your experience. Exactly. I don't want that ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's your ball. You yeah. keep it. Yeah, yeah, you keep it. And so it was really cool because throughout the game, I was teaching Brian the rules of baseball. Oh, uh, okay. He didn't understand why I was going ape shit. Like, I went, like, up and down twice. Like, I was going crazy because uh, Devers hit a home run and J.D. Martinez hit a home run. Mm-hmm. He didn't know why the whole stadium was going crazy. Mm. I made him look at the board. I said, Brian, look up. There's two words. Oh, shit, they hit a home run? I was like, yeah, that's why. <laughs> what do you mean? He, he didn't know that the ball went out of the yeah, park? he didn't know the ball went <laughs> or, out. Or into the stands? He didn't, yeah, he didn't know the ball flew. <laughs> he must have not been paying attention. <laughs> he, he was just like, so why is everybody going crazy? Well, you know what? When you're at a game like that, yeah. I, I mean, I'm assuming Fenway was, must have been packed. 39,243. Okay, so... Whenever you've gone to any Major League Baseball game, you don't really hear this in a minor league or even maybe like, you know, any sort of semi-pro. Sure. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, depending on, I guess, like how crowded it is. But there is something about like when a guy you could tell hits the ball and you can hear it and you can kind of say, oh, that's out of here. Yeah, that's out. Or you see it even from the upper deck where you don't necessarily hear it. Mm Mm-hmm. But you could see the balls traveling, and it's going, and and you hear everybody just go, whoa. And we, you know, we had the fortune of being like right, like diagonally across from the uh, Bank of America board, Mm -hmm. scoreboard where the Bank of America sign is. And the funny thing is, I was craning my neck trying to follow the ball till I couldn't, till I couldn't crane it no more. Uh huh. And then Brian just didn't understand. He's like, why is everybody going crazy? He must have not been paid. Because I'm like, that's, a, that's a, a universal sound. Like any ballpark I've been to, any major league baseball yeah. park. We got to remember, like, I'm dealing with a guy that's not a sports Yeah, player. so I'm just like thinking, I'm like, the fact that he didn't even pick up on the sound. Right. You know, it's kind of interesting that he didn't even know there was a home run. <laughs> right. And he was like, well, what, 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 well, what's happening? What's going on? Why is everybody going this I mean, if running? you're getting food, you know, and you kind of miss it. You yeah. Know, but, but if you're just sitting there and you're not realizing a home run just went, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like the the again, the hilarious part of it all is, it went. What really touched him was that like when it got to the moment where Fenway started singing "Sweet Caroline." Okay. And that was pretty amazing because he really saw me let loose. Because I'm a, I'm one of those guys. Whether it's the Orioles and you know they play, thank God I'm a country boy at the bottom of the seventh inning, or they're playing "Sweet Caroline" in the middle of the eighth. You know what I mean? I'm into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I know I have a brother who's in the Army who's an Orioles fan, and mm-hmm. every time I hear that song, it reminds me of him. Oh, okay. So, so when the Sox come to town and they start singing, I start singing. But so funny story on that. So we went to a game on June 14th. So it was the day before my birthday. Okay. We didn't go to the game on June 15th. The next, I didn't know... That Neil Diamond 
was actually at the game on June 15th, the day of my birthday. And he sang Sweet Caroline live to the crowd. Are you serious? Yeah. You missed one there. Me and my brother were laughing, but I was pissed. We were were in the laundromat, you know, washing clothes. And I look (laughs) up at the TV and the news says, well, Neil Diamond made an appearance at Fenway Park last night. And a quiet-ass library over the hovering machines. All you hear is, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> Wait, so did they announce it or he just surprised uh, like they, the, they, like, the fans there? It was the highlight on the news. Okay. It was like they, they, were talk, you know, they were tackling through the sports and then they were just like, so Neil Diamond made an appearance at Fenway Park last night. And I just let out a giant what the fuck all that, over the That would have sucked if they did, like if you missed that announcement. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, and my brother was like, why are you so pissed? You're making an ass of yourself in public. I was like, I was like, so you remember that song everybody was singing in the eighth inning yesterday? He was like, yeah. I was like, well, Neil Diamond, the guy that actually sings that song, was at Fenway Park that night. Yeah. And we didn't go to a game. And he just starts laughing. He's yeah, like, that that's a pretty big miss, man. Oh, that sucks. Sorry to hear that. He's man. like, you have the shittiest timing of anybody anywhere. And I was like, damn it, yeah. dude. All right. Well, this is a video content here. Like, so. Here we go. All right. So, so we're going to be watching ESPN Thirty for Dirty documentary. Document. Ah, documentaries. Let me rephrase. I've seen them both. Okay, but the captain is going to be premiering on Monday, right? Monday is when the they have the. Is that when they have no? July eighteenth. What day is that? That's Tuesday. Yeah. All right. So Tuesday, July eighteenth is when. um, No Monday. Today's, that a, a today's the 15th, tomorrow's Today. the 16th. Sunday, yeah, Sunday. yeah. Okay, so it is on a Monday. All right, so Monday, July 18th, um, the captain is going to premiere on ESPN. Yep. Uh, a seven-part seven series on Derek Jeter, which is also, you know, I think Jordan had seven parts, right, in his uh, documentary. First of all, who the fuck does this Derek Jeter guy think he is getting a seven-part documentary on ESPN? I mean, I agree. I don't think we need seven... Mm-hmm. Series seven episodes of uh, Derek Jeter. To be honest, I know I don't even need one. God damn it! <laughs> and I apologize. I no. mean, there's so many other athletes I could think of that probably deserve seven episodes. Derek Jeter, not one of them. I can name three right off the top. Okay, go ahead. Serena, the the, the Williams sisters. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think the Williams the sisters, sisters need yeah. a documentary. Well, they have a movie, but yes, they could definitely get seven. Okay, all right. All right, all right. Well, I think so LeBron, LeBron James. But I don't like to say it. Okay, yeah, I'll give him seven. You know, give him a seven, right. seven part documentary. Okay. Uh, and then Tom I, Brady. Well, he already, nah, ha- he already has his, so yeah, okay. The man has a two season. And it still goes, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So who else? So I w- Okay, so we got the, v- the Williams sisters, LeBron, and then I would have to say maybe, I don't know, I think Simone Biles or maybe that Olympic gymnast team is pretty damn interesting. Okay. You know what? That's interesting. I didn't expect you to go that route, uh, especially yeah. with the Williams sisters, which I agree. I was like, they probably could get a seven-part series. Um, but yeah, uh, LeBron definitely. I agree with you there. Yeah, the Olympic team. I, I don't see why not. They you know? dominated yeah. the hell out of that Olympic team. And it takes four years for them to, to get ready. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the, uh, the dream team, the women's dream team had a, a two-part series. Let uh, me tell episode. you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But before we start talking about that, okay, so the captain premieres after the home run derby, right? Mm-hmm. Which is usually like the Yawn. the worst time of the year for for any sports fan because there's nothing going on for like two or three days, right? Boring. Yeah, and not for nothing, the All Star Game is there. Eh, it's lost its zeal. Yeah. But 
Um, so episode five is the one that they're going to talk about the the loss, uh, the when the Red Sox won the 2004 World Series. And I got to wait till f- episode five, five to rub yeah, it yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. I got to sit through and four it, episodes. And they, they, so I know we talked about this before. We talked this about this uh, earlier this week. Yeah. So I think they may kind of just glance over it, to be honest with you. Because the way the, the, the episode was described, it seems like it goes over the loss, but then it talks about the tabloids, the media, and all the drama that ensued in New York. Which, to be honest with you, I was like, I really don't care. I'd rather hear about how the Red Sox pretty much took over at that point. Well, so this is the beautiful part about ESPN, and I, I got to be completely honest. If you're going to give Derek Jeter a... Here's the irony. So if you're going to give Derek Jeter a, a seven-part documentary, but you actually have a TV show with David Ortiz and don't consider giving David Ortiz a six- or seven-part documentary. David, okay, I think that's a bit of a stretch no, to no, give no, him no, a six or let, seven. Let me, let me finish, right? Okay. So, so, so just to go at it like this. How many insane moments do you think David Ortiz was a part of that were like life-changing or insane? The one where he got shot. Or depth. The one where he got shot, and he had the the women who were crying over him, and apparently, you know, his wife wasn't happy about it. That was pretty much very, very dramatic, and I felt like maybe that (laughs) probably deserves two episodes right then and there. Maybe you're right. Maybe he does get six episodes. But uh, that was crazy. He almost died, you know? That was... uh, All right. So, anyways, so let's... let's, We were talking about that. Right, the captain. So, So, so the captain. So, so just wanted to share... So. There's an article that says Derek Jeter breaks the silence on the rumor that he gives swag bags to one night stands. Now, this was brought up on page six quite a few years ago. Uh, page six. Page so six. many things they've broken. But so this is where, which is the one part of the article that I thought was hilarious that I was like, I just want to share with you. And um, he said that he remembers going to Starbucks and some random guy behind him says, Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm giving out gift baskets because you did. And I turned around and said, you're a fucking idiot and looked at his face and he looked at him like, you know, I guess he was expecting Derek Jeter's approval (laughs) because he was giving out swag bags for his one night stands. But uh, I just thought it was funny that the guy would actually say that to him and be like, yeah, I do this because of you, dude. And Jerry you know, was like, you're, you're a fucking idiot. That's ballsy, <laughs> though. That's ball- that, see, that shows you're a New Yorker and you're paying attention. Yeah. Well, I mean, just the fact that, one, I think it's kind of dumb for the guy to say that. But two, I, I would imagine this must be like his hero. And there are a lot of Yankee fans in New York. And he's a like sort of a semi-god, I would say, to them. And the fact that he would have called him a fucking idiot, I think is hilarious. I, I just wish I could have seen the guy's face oh, that just, was his, just melt. That was his know? typical response. No, you know what? Derek Jeter looks like the type of dude that says that to people. Um, looked, I don't know. Like, like He, he looks, seems more professional. You know, no, He seems no. like he's all class. Okay, let me explain that. Mm-hmm. But I don't see him just randomly, you know. No, no, it no. seems like that was pretty random. Right, no, but what I'm saying is what it sounds like is that he's a professional dude, class act all the way, no beef. Uh-huh. But it's like the way the dude said it at Starbucks is like, yo, you're reading all up into this dude's personal life. What did you expect? A congratulatory basket yourself? Like he's going to, Derek Jeter's going to fry you. You know, if you, if you come at Jeter with that type of stuff, he's going to fry you. 
I mean, I don't know what was he expecting, like a hand, like a yeah. dap, you know, a dap, like a, like yo, a yeah, you know, fist bump. I don't know. No. I just think it's funny that the apparently the swag bag included a signed Derek mm-hmm. Jeter baseball, supposedly. And as I've said, I, Derek <laughs> Jeter is the only Yankee that I respect. But that you know, but that answer is like, in other words. Stay out of my damn personal life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's funny. I, I think it's a funny story. Yeah, it's awesome. We will never know if it's true or not. Um, but I, there is the other rumor about Derek Jeter that I know they, they did not address in the captain, which is the the Yeah Jeets. There's a Yeah Jeets Reddit. You want to explain that? that? That I'm not going to explain. That one's a little bit more. <laughs> what? what? It's too, it's too um, X-rated to even discuss. Oh, we're going to yeah. have to do an after dark I would just episode. say um, if you're interested, just look at the Yeah Jeets, Google it. You'll see the, the Reddit post, and it's quite hilarious. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm, when we take a break, you could take. A I'm quick mystified. Look. <laughs> yeah, I'm, jeets. I'm, I'm done. yeah, I'm yeah, mystified. <laughs> and then from now on, you'll just be like, yeah, jeets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they. Uh, what's just funny is like maybe they referenced, you know, like alluded to Derek Jeter. But I always wondered. We also did have another captain at one point. The Mets had David Wright as their captain. Mm. What if it was David Wright who was doing these swag bags? And they kind of made it seem like it was Derek Jeter. Yeah, but the Mets seem like they come from that wholesome part of New York, like made wholesome for, part of New York. <laughs> that, no, that made-for-TV type of thing, like New York State, Albany, and all that stuff. Oh uh, like, no, 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 where, where, definitely where not. The, you where, you don't know Met fans then. But I will say this: Keith Hernandez strikes me as the kind of uh, kind of person that would do swag bags. And your boy's getting his number retired. He got his he? number retired. Yep. So I mean. Yeah, Keith, I think, would be the... I mean, is there a player... Like, I would say Keith on the Mets well, probably would do something crazy like that. Well, think about it. Think about it back then. Like, think Or think about the movies you've seen about professional athletes or big-name people with multiple women, you know, and they wind up... Each woman gets, like, a fur coat or a mink coat or something like that, you know? Or breakfast from their mom. There you go. Breakfast from mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, I think, that, that apparently happened to a, a hockey player. If you look at the Reddit... Um. Apparently, there's a hockey player who would bring women home, and then his mom would cook them breakfast, oh, and then take them home. Stop it. <laughs> um. But is there a Red Sox player who you think who you think would probably have the personality to give to the audacity? I would say to just give a, a swag bag to his one night stands. David Ortiz. Yes. Yes. If I he agree. got shot for it, come on. <laughs> um. No, but any other player besides David Ortiz, Manny. Yeah, man, he seems like the type of dude that would fit that. I think maybe, um, maybe no more, probably. I would say. Man, you never know. He seems like the quiet type. Johnny Damon. Or Johnny, yes. Johnny, yeah, Johnny I'm going to go with Johnny Damon. <laughs> I'm going to go with Johnny Damon. If I had to choose a swag bag creator, I would choose Johnny Damon. <laughs> yeah. Give him a bunch of JDs. Yeah. All right, man. So that that was uh, it for, for that 30 for 30. We're definitely going to watch that. I would say... What what um what are you looking for and what are you not looking forward to? Besides, I would say the Red Sox, Yankees, you know, drama, two thousand three. Anything outside of it, maybe more on the like the player himself or Truth? Yeah. I you know, I'm pretty good at like going back and watching sports history and paying attention to where the player comes from and this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. Uh I have no idea. This is gonna sound weird. I have no idea where Derek Jeter came from. 
Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah. So, but I only knew that because a friend of mine went to Kalamazoo, and she was like, "Do you know who went to Kalamazoo or who's from Cal?" I was like, "I don't know." Derek Jeter. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had that three P from '98 to 2000, didn't they? The Yankees. Uh, 98, 99, yes, 2000, right. yep. So mm-hmm. they went those three-peats. And I was a kid. I was nine years old when their three-peat started. Mm-hmm. Eight years old when it started. Ten years old when it ended. And then it was like, okay, this Derek Jeter guy is famous. And then through the years and through the years and through the years, it kept going. But he, to me, he became known for being a huge pain in the ass to Red Sox fans. Mm-hmm. I came to know Derek Jeter as a huge pain in the ass to Boston fans. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, Derek Jeter, what I'm looking for is I want to know the beginning, the middle, and then, like, his beginning with the Yankees. That's what I want to know, you know, too. I do want to know a little right. bit more about, the you know, his minor league days and how he got drafted. Right. You know, because he's – I saw a video of him, and I'm like, he's so skinny. He's, like, so – you're like, like 17 when they brought him in? I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. I know that they had like a little pregame, like a pre-show for this uh, particular documentary. And they showed like, you know, his like, you know, video of him in the, the minors. And I just was like, wow, he's so, he looks like a little kid. Yeah, he was a little, <laughs> you know, and what I know that, the, what I'm not looking forward to, because I know they're going to gloss over it. Is the 04 loss to the Red Sox? They're they gonna- may, they may. I mean, based on what I saw on the on the episode five um, description, I was like, oh, they're probably going to gloss over it. But they're, we'll see, we'll see. They're going to gloss over it, and then I think the rest of that is just going to be uh, his beef with a Rod, and then everything that led up to his his farewell run, and then of course the World Series yeah. in 09. I guess I hope that they kind of give us a little bit more details on those losing seasons. Or I wouldn't even call that them losing seasons. The seasons that they didn't win the championship. Or like they would get into the playoffs and they would get, you know, booted. Well, and to me, it's just. Talk about that. Yeah, they don't talk about it, but I kind of feel like it had to have affected him at some point. And I remember there was a point where Joe Torre, I guess, got dismissed and then they brought uh, Joe Girardi. Um, and there was just like a lot of players who were kind of coming and going. Or like their contracts, you know, expired. They decided to go somewhere else. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that part of his career. I hope they highlight that very well because I really don't. Ho- I just hope they don't focus so much on him getting to the Yankees, winning those championships, and then the rest is kind of a blur. They know? are. They're gonna talk about the, the three peat, and they're gonna talk about him winning that final one, and then. Yeah, but I'm like, what about the other seasons where they weren't? You know, like they just they failed expectations. Those those are going to be replaced by his scandalous love life. <laughs> I guess so. I guess they'll talk about him and Mariah Carey, right? Oh man, Tori Wilson, Madonna. I don't. They do. They listed a lot of people. I was like, wow, I didn't realize he had that much of an extensive list. <laughs> oh, he's Derek Jeter for God's sakes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jeets. Uh, so yeah, um, so um, so yes, we will be looking forward to that. Um, we're going to take a quick break right now, but I know. We are going to be discussing more 30 for 30s. It seems like now it seems that the season of documentaries, finally. It seems like there was like a dry... Dry spell. Dry spell. There wasn't much going on. I, I was like, when are they going to start releasing some new stuff? Let me tell you something, though. The two documentaries that you told me to study uh, for today's show, uh-huh. I actually wound up watching all the way through. You watched okay, so you watched WNBA. Well, I guess we might as the, well the, start the, talking about it now. But um, you so you started watching the um. No, 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 not I started. I, I mean, started. you watched complete. Yes. Uh, the two part series. It took me a whole. It was a four part series. 
Which ones was the four? The Dream series? On, the WNBA one. That was two. That was a three-part series. Dream On. Wait, did I miss? Uh, let me see. I saw all three episodes. Um. Okay. Uh, Dream On. This was only two. No. What? There was a third part? You, missed, you didn't see the third episode? <laughs> oh, man. I missed the third part. I thought oh, it ended at part two. No, then I'm not saying a word. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Then I am not saying anything. When did part three come out? I don't know, but I watched every part of it. All right. Well, you said it was four parts. So okay, okay. Bad on you on that one. I but, embellished. Okay. okay. Oh, man. I didn't realize it was the third so part. where did you stop watching? Wait, wait, wait. So third... Oh, all right. So the third part... Okay, so the second part ended... With um, they were doubting the living crap out of Rebecca Lobo. Okay, so then I did see all three of them. Then okay, yeah, right, so you okay, probably did. Right. The third part was where it ended with the lady. Um, uh, hold on, with uh, the player that got into the accident and she had yes. Okay, so I yeah. did see all three. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay, all right, okay, okay. All right, let's take a break. We'll take uh, a break. Yep, break. 